0: This is an ABC podcast. It's time to get out and about in the garden with Rowanna and Sabrina here on ABC Radio Perth and WA. Sabrina Hahn, hello to you. Hello. Hello to all of our listeners. Yes. We've had a whole lot of you with us all morning and we've Mm. just picked up a few more from their regional shows, which is lovely. That's what we like. We like to reach
1: out... To uh, everyone in WA. Mm. And we go beyond, of course, Roe. Uh, We go beyond Western Australia to um, Uh, basically the universe, really. We do. Because this is the best gardening show in the universe.
0: We let others decide, but they decided right
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because it's full of so much useful information. That's right. A little bit of
0: frivolity and some awesome music. We were on... Sit inside watch last Saturday I think it was umbrellas and not much Else was allowed to be done in the garden Right I note this morning the Kimberley and the Pilbara are on Heatwave watch so they're probably on Sit inside and don't worry about Your garden watch 30 degrees in Perth though Mm, 31 tomorrow Perfect What weather. jobs should we be focusing on this weekend? Um,
1: well, uh, if you've got anything like uh, beans that you've harvested oh, and yeah. then you notice they're all coming back up in the garden, yep. stake them, tie them, and get another crop out of them. Oh. Little okay. sausages. Um, you need to bag all your apples for rats and carrots. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you can get little Ziploc bags, not Plastic ones, of course, because <laughs> then, then you've got apple pie already <laughs> on a 40-degree day. in
0: amongst yeah, all your apples. Yeah,
1: that's right. Um, put your umbrellas up over your capsicums because okay. capsicum fruit gets burnt in the heat. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got uh, lots of things flowering at the moment. Mm. Uh, and it's a good time to... Have a look at if you're in urban infill, sit on your front veranda and go, I don't want to see that house, that house, that (laughs) house or that house and then you plant trees there. So, so good planting time. Yeah, no, but you don't want to see that house, that <laughs> house, house, that house, the and The
0: strategy house. to where you
1: will yeah. plant and
2: what you will plant. Yeah. So okay. if you're going
1: to if you're going to put trees in the ground now, you understand that you have to hand water mm. them to mm. get them through summer. But I'm impatient, and the roof is nearly on the houses across the road. I don't want to see them in six months' time. Okay. Putting in and you've trees. You've got your plan. Yeah.
0: Very good. Uh, There's your options, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure we can throw some more your way between now and 10 o'clock. Sabby, you're swimming. We need a check in. How are we going? I went every single day. Didn't go this
1: morning. I went Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Go, you good thing. And I'm going tomorrow. And then next week I'll do the same six days a week. And where are we, are we still swimming for time, distance? Still only doing one k. Yep. Because I don't want to lose my perfect form. Yes. Uh you know the That's style. Right. Yeah. The style I have in the pool row is it's one
0: thousand meters of gloriousness. <laughs>
1: Textbook
0: technique.
1: <laughs> Textbook. Yeah. So I. I'm just going to add – so I'm going to up it by two laps. Okay. Uh, so I'll do – by the end of next week, I'll so put 10%. up percent four laps by the end oh, of next week. okay. So, uh, so eventually what I do want to do is I want to get up to because it still takes me 30 minutes to do 1k. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That's all right. That's all right. I'm not pushing myself. I'm, m- I'm making it an enjoyable experience. That's right. Because it, it to has be to be no. It has to be a lifestyle choice. So, I get up out of bed, have a cup of tea, put me cozies on, go straight to the pool. So, my goal is I want to get up to 3k in, well, I won't do it in thirty minutes, but I should be able to do it in fifty minutes.
0: Three k, three k. All right, mm. we will track your progress yep. along the way. Yep.
1: But I'm loving it. Good. I'm loving it. Excellent. I see all the beautiful old girls that come and do their water aerobics. They all know me. They all come up and say, <laughs> "Oh, it's good to see you." <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, very good. We have got a full bank of calls. So, you know what, no point even giving the line because That's you full. won't get through right now. So, how about we clear, clear, that sounds really rude, like we're just trying oh. to dismiss them. But no, no, we want to talk to let's them Let's engage in conversation with True these road. first five listeners and provide them, five callers and provide them with some advice. Evelyn, good morning to you down in Collie. Oh,
2: hello. Good morning. Um, now, Last week you had a lady who was having trouble with crows. Oh yes, uh, I know they're ravens, but I call yep, them crows. that's all right. Um, <laughs> um, the pinch, pinching the water supply. Yes. Well, I've, I have a, a bird bath over on the eastern side of the, the yard, mm-hmm. like like you. I have a big quarter acre block. Yeah. And and but over on the other side of the yard, there was a, during one winter there was um, an upturned lid of a compost bin. Right. And and it got full of water and the cat uh, decided that that was a perfect drinking bowl. Oh, okay.
1: Like and Certainly so, had an appetite for water uh, with a bowl that big. Yeah.
2: Well, well, it refused to use, use the bowl in the kitchen. Okay, so fair enough. It. So I, I decided to keep it full. But then I had um, a, a resident pair of... Um, crows in my big uh, eucalyptus nicolai up the backyard. Yeah. And when, when I have uh, spare bread, I often used to crumb it up and scatter it around, and they'd come down and, and uh, take it, you see, so ah, they, they loved that. right, yeah. Now, wh- one time I was watching them eating it, and uh, the bigger one was stuffing his beak full of bread. And I thought, you greedy thing, you are got to go away and eat that on your own. Ah. But no, he didn't. He, he trotted across to the bin and dunked it in the water to soften ah, it. Ah, yes. Flew up into the tree and was feeding their chick.
1: Oh. That's so cute. I I knew I know a pair of ravens dropped someone's birthday cake in my bird bath at the back one year. Oh. I felt sorry for the little kitty. Bit of a yucky mess. Lost <laughs> lost his birthday cake, uh, and he clearly he was only four years old because the candles floated on <laughs> on the top. So crows are very clever, and they'll soften. They, they are quite very often soften uh, their food up, and they also bury their food. So mm. if there's food that they can't at the time you'll see them bury it in the ground ravens are very clever things i think
0: they're beautiful good on you evelyn thank you for giving us a call um What's deadheading?
1: Ah, oh, deadheading is not what you do with a samurai sword. You use <laughs> okay. a pair of secateurs, yeah. and you take the flowers that have that have finished flowering that are right. spent. Gotcha. So they call it deadheading because you don't cut down into the stem. You just actually take the stalk that holds the flower on. You just cut
0: cut its head Great. off. Mm. Now that I've received my education, Nan, we can help you with answering your question. Nan <laughs> is in touch and says, uh, should I deadhead my crepe myrtles when they finish flowering? Yes, definitely, definitely. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, Ken is in Geraldton. Hello, Ken.
3: Yes. Good morning, ladies.
0: Good morning, Ken.
3: I'm calling on a mate, uh, behalf of a mate lives in Kew. Yeah. Last year, he had beautiful big blooms on his roses. This year, they're only small blooms.
1: Ah, okay. So now uh, that is clearly a water issue. So the plants are not uptaking enough water or Uh it's um, insect attack like chili thrips. But you'd see the buds would be really dry um, Mm -hmm. and brown on the edges. So yep. if the if the roses are small, it's nutrient and water, the buds.
4: Thank you very much for your time. It's my good pleasure. Day day. Thank there you, we Ken. Go. That's a
0: happy customer. That's what we like to see. Uh, Tony doesn't know you very well, mm. or he's setting a challenge mm. to drink more of the bubbly style wines. <laughs> Tony thinks it would increase your buoyancy <laughs> in the swimming pool. I suspect your buoyancy is going okay. Buoyancy is good. <laughs> buoyancy is good. I no problem with that.
1: Uh, it's the time I have to get fitter so that I do a lap in a shorter amount of time. Your lungs, time.
0: yeah. That, that I don't know general. what
1: happens with them. <laughs> Thank God that I gave up smoking cigars. Oh, yes.
0: oh geez, of course not just. Not not just, I don't mean just cigarettes, but no, no, No. cigars go in the full
1: I only had one. That was my, I had a New Year's Resolute. Well, every year I do something different that I've never done before. Right. So one year I decided to take up smoking, I've never smoked (laughs) in my entire life. So I decided I'd take up smoking (laughs) cigars. So I had a cigar and thought, no, I don't really like this. (laughs) Yuck.
3: Yuck, 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 Uh, yuck. Robert is in Claremont. Good morning, Robert. Good morning. Thanks for taking the call. Beautiful morning, isn't it?
1: Oh, it's glorious. Absolutely glorious.
3: I have a a very big magnolia. I'm sitting out looking at it now. It's probably one of the biggest in the metropolitan (gasps) area. And it bloomed from the second week in uh, October till the second week in January. And it had the most number of flowers it's ever had. Oh, wow. But, But it's looking quite straggly. It's bounded by three fences and some of the... Growth is over high, but over the fence. Okay, I think it needs pruning, but I don't want just anybody to come and cut it and find next year it won't grow. Yeah, Mm.
1: that's very that's a very good thing to consider. Um, So you will need an arborist. Uh, If you go online, you'll see where um, which are where the arborists are and what they specialize in. The best time of the year to prune your magnolia is at the end of March. March, April. Um, So there is the WA Arborist Association. Association, yep. So so there's a whole list of arborists on there that you can contact – um, we're just checking to see if there is actually. Um. <laughs> it's all right. You I haven't told, I told Jess it's on I your haven't told, website. So I haven't told okay. Jess. Um, Arbwest? No. No. Tree Guild WA. That's what it is. That's tree it. Guild okay. WA. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, Robert. To find the arborist that it will do. Uh, you know, when it comes to pruning trees, it, 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 when you look at a tree and you think, so his magnolia would probably be... Um, it's probably 80 years old. So if you've got – it's a bit like your nana. If you've got an 80-year-old nana, you're not going to just fob her off to, you know, someone that sells pills on the side of the street.
0: You take her to the best doctor you yeah, know. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yep. So with your tree, don't get tree loppers in. You want an arborist for old trees.
0: Hey, you might have find your goggles sabotaged on Monday or something. Oh no! It was, I was—I didn't
1: mean it disrespectfully.
0: <laughs> well. Lois what? and Carol aren't happy
1: with you. Lois and Carol, you beautiful girls, they <laughs> beautiful won young girls, young girls. <laughs> they won. Um, they won uh, when we had a, the a fundraising. They came to my uh, my garden for afternoon tea for which involved. Oh yeah, bubbles. yeah, 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 yeah. So I meet Lois and Carol down at the pool. They won't mind being called old girls because I'm an old girl. No.
0: Oh, I'm telling you, <laughs> you're in trouble. <laughs> I don't know Lois and Carol. That's I'm all right. Just
1: Lois, Lois and Carol, message. you can attack
0: me Monday m- <laughs> Well, I'll be
1: there tomorrow morning. You can attack me Monday morning. I like the term old girls. It brings, yeah. I don't know, I don't mind being called an old girl.
0: It's all in how you say it. Yeah, yeah. I've been
1: called a lot worse.
0: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, James from Hilbert, did you know there's a connection between peak physical performance, and uh, beetroot. Uh, uh. We're going to explore this, Eb. Yeah. So James from Hilbert has said, good morning, ladies. Sabrina, if you want to improve your physical performance with your swimming, eat lots of beetroot.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I'm growing beetroot. So, so okay. Beetroot are They're us. high in
0: nitrate. Yeah. Which dilutes, dilutes blood vessels, improves ah. blood flow. And helps increase the flow of oxygen to your muscles. Right,
1: beetroot are us. I'm going to have beetroot juice. I've got a juicer and I've grown my own
0: beetroot. I was going to say, if you would like a jar of some of the finest beetroot in yeah, I can hook you up. <gasps> really? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yum. Oh, yep. definitely hook me up with that, row. <laughs> my performance will... The, the waters will probably part. <laughs> Without not, because, not because I had baked beans before I went swimming <laughs> But actually I noticed, Ro, that I, I
0: Your baked beans are on your dress, I've, love
1: I've, I've come quite, to, well, you know, I could nibble on my frock It's got that much breakfast dribbled all over it
0: We work in radio So
1: it's okay <laughs> Everyone only knows if you fess up That's true that is so true. They don't true. know
0: that no. I drag myself in in semi-pajamas every week and Eb comes in looking like a Glamazon.
1: I know. How does she do that? Like she's got a bouffant hairstyle this morning. Mm. I was walking up the steps going, oh, have we got a French lady in waiting in the producer's box oh, this no. morning? Eyebrows
0: and eyelashes, always perfection. Yeah. She even puts proper clothes on. I Not know. like us. And that's it. That's at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning.
1: It's not wasted on us though, Ebs. We most... we come up here and go,
0: oh, Miss Glamour Puss is here again. <laughs> not only the best producer <laughs> in the business, but the most glamorous too. Let's uh, talk to Eileen. She's in Groovesbury Hill. Hi, Eileen. Hello, hello, um, Eileen. I
4: was, while I was waiting to talk, I was going to ask you to remind people to deadhead their agapanthus. Oh, yes, that's a good
1: deadheading. I know what that
4: is. Yeah, because they they're a nuisance in the bush. Yeah, they um, are too. Mm. The other thing is, while I was waiting, I was listening to you about beetroot. Yes, I'm quite
1: passionate about beetroot. Oh, good. Um, Do tell. Do tell. Are you? Are you an athlete? No, um, um, I have
4: been. (laughs) Excellent. Yeah, no, I'm still quite keen about
1: fitness, but no, I'm not an athlete. (laughs) I'm nearly eighty. Oh, that's all right. You can still be athletic at 80, Eileen. I intend to be. Oh, yes. I know all about the veteran athletics. (laughs) Yes, Um,
4: yes. (laughs) Yeah, what I was going to say... um, I use my beetroot leaves as well in my salad. Yeah. Are we going to get the same effect from our beetroot leaves as we are from our beetroot?
1: You wouldn't. The only reason I say that is because anything that's got the red in like red capsicums, chilies, beetroot, um, there's a different... It's, it's the – I can't re- remember the name of what it is in all the red fruit. Someone help someone out there will know what it is. That's high in antioxidants and that – so you wouldn't get the same thing from the beetroot leaves as you would the actual
0: root of the beetroot.
1: Okay. You'd need to eat – we eat both.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Um, some good warnings coming through with the good theme and I'm just ah, thinking okay. – that, remember when you were told as a kid, like, if you peed in the pool, yeah. that it would go
1: yellow or you blue know, or, and everyone would know yeah, and you'd be yeah, embarrassed yeah, yeah. and everyone
0: have to get out of the pool? Yeah, yeah. If you go on the beetroot diet, yeah. don't pee in the pool because <laughs> that whole theory may actually happen. It's so right. Because as I know oh. and many people are warning us... When you eat a lot of beetroot, be it has an impact on your urine. Yeah. And it can be very scary when you don't realise that that's the reason. Ah, oh, that's true. And everyone panics and calls the doctor. That is true. But in your but context, yes, no peeing don't, in the pool on I your beetroot beet diet. I
1: don't pee in the pool, mostly because I like to think that no one else does. But, of course, all that the children do They don't pee in the pool. I think chlorine does something with pee, but not snot. Oh, <laughs> oh, yuck. Well, it's just, you know, when you're a swimmer, oh. you can't.
0: This goes back to the whole <laughs> bath thing, right? I know this is a gardening show, but there's bird baths, there's a connection, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Bathing in your own grot, like, mm. it can't be. It's not it, harmful. It's a bit gross. You can't, you've got to have a shower after, don't you? No, they filter. Oh,
1: yes. They filter. You're not clean the water. when you get out of a bath. No, no, but they, but the water's filtered <laughs> mm-hmm. and they check it all the time, Roe.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: you know, uh, yeah, you don't want to think that's about. That's what that. the
0: chlorine does, right? That's, that's its exactly role, right.
1: Yeah. just to make sure yeah. that you
0: know. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, we do digress. Yes. Um, rats ate all my mature beetroot plants in three nights. <gasps> Reckon that <clears throat> are doing the rotness swim, says William. <laughs> Very good, very good. Let's go to Carl, who's in Byford. Hey, Carl. Oh, good morning. Morning, Carl.
3: Um, Good morning, ladies. Uh, Yeah, question on uh, uh, Lerps and... um and scale, yep. are they uh, different words for the same thing? Or no, they're, they different?
1: they're different different animals. So uh, yes. lerps do have a covering over the top of them, but scale are a different insect.
3: Yeah, okay. All right, now I've got a, a bad uh, case of uh, um, lerps on, yep. on the figs. And... Um, I just like it. A, a I don't reminder. know if they'd
1: be lerp's, Carl. I reckon you've got scale. So, scale. Okay. yeah. Oh,
3: like, uh, the red uh, the, uh, get red stain.
1: Yeah, that's scale, not lerp's. Oh, okay. Usually, ah. you find lerp's on eucalyptus plants, yes, okay. uh, but but a scale love figs.
3: Yes, okay, um, rightio, so uh, is it like a um, uh, strong uh, washing off of the, uh, of, of the plants and then diatomaceous earth or what, um, around the tree trunk or what what sort of things?
1: Okay, start? so you put, a, first of all, if you get rid of the scale, you get rid of the ants. So with... Um, so, with scale, you can either suffocate them with an oil-based spray, but you can't use that on temperatures above 32 right degrees. Okay. You can use a potassium soap, which desiccates the outer covering. So, if you use potassium soap, which you can use when the, the weather's warm, um, so you spray with potassium soap, which you can buy and all made up in a packet, in a bottle, yep. uh, and then five days after you spray, you hit them with the high-pressure hose. And what the high-pressure hose does is it sloughs off the any anything left of the outer casing, the outer covering, because yep. the first spray doesn't kill – it'll kill the adults but not the babies that are underneath the waxy coating. So ah. two weeks after the first spray – Then you do a second spray and then you wait another five days and you hit it with a high-pressure hose again and then that wipes the population out.
3: Oh, okay, yeah. But I I also have to do something about the ants uh, with uh, either diatomaceous earth around the base or something.
1: Well, the ants are up there because they're milking the scale. So, what you can do, Carl, is around the very bottom of the fig tree, you wrap, uh, you can use a uh, rag or Velcro or just some cloth, and you smear that cloth with um, a vapor rub that you put on your chest, and the ants will not crawl over that. Mm.
0: There we go, Carl. Thank you. Uh, Anne Marie says Beatrix have nitrates, or nitrates which apparently make the difference. An interview about it was on ABC Radio just yesterday. Oh, really? Uh, I'm going to go with the excuse that I was listening to the cricket. On That's the ABC exactly right. You would have been doing I was that too listening now, to the so. cricket.
1: And Ebs has done, oh, the, um, research? She's done the research for she's us. Good like that. So the word that I was looking for is capsicin. So it enhances metabolism, apparently. Um, Is that why
0: it's called a capsicum? Yeah,
1: capsicin is how it's pronounced. Someone
0: else suggested red colourants in veggies are called... Come on, Sab, that's more your territory than mine.
1: Anthocyanins. Anthocyanins. Yep, that's true. They have that too. There we go. So thank you, everyone. Anyway, uh, speaking I'll
0: be of... eating my beetroot and not <laughs> peeing in the pool. <laughs> Good job. Speaking of pronunciations, Catherine in Floria, I enjoy your wicked sense of humour. Hi Sabin Rowe, you can pronounce this, she says with a little bit of encouragement yes. for me. Can I prune out prune our Lutospermum cordifolium? Well done.
1: Do you nail that?
0: Now? Uh, if not when?
1: Yes, uh, no. Uh, is it still a bit early? I know the flowers have finished, but you need to wait until the end of February.
0: Okay. For your Lucas Wormums. Thank you for the person that let me know. In fact, you just have to shower first, then your bath. You're also not sitting in your own. Oh yeah yeah yeah.
1: Oh really? I've never done no. that unless I've come in from the garden and seriously black, Being filthy. Yeah. Yep.
0: Fair enough. Uh, Chris is down in Denmark. Hey, Chris.
1: How are you? Good. How are you? Very
0: well. How are you, Chris? Oh, good.
4: Yeah, good, good, good. Hey, um, I've just, we've just bought a block um,
3: and I've had a pine plantation on it. And I did a pH test. Yeah. About three or four. Oh. Uh, so um, how do we get it? I, I know how we get it up, but yeah. how much do we have to put on to get it up to seven, fortunately?
1: Well, you don't want it as high as seven. I reckon Twelve. six, six and a half. Um, So you can put in dolomite lime. You can spread a whole pile of sheep poo. You can put in compost. And I would also put in spreadable soil microbes. So if you... What
4: about
1: ag lime? Yeah, yeah, well, that's... Yeah, yeah. Now, the problem with ag lime is that... Um it will raise the pH but not necessarily for a long period of time. So you need to remediate the soil as well, not just use ag lime as a quick fix. Um so you want to you need to be able to incorporate some um compost in there and get some poo in there as well
0: if you can.
4: Truth, that sounds like hard work.
1: <laughs>
0: well, well, just That's gardening that. for you. I just stay right out of it, Chris. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's why, I mean, you could do that in individual holes where you're planting new plants, Chris. Okay. Not necessarily the whole five-acre lot or whatever you've got
0: there. All the best, Chris, with that one. Uh, on our way to Sab's Pick of the Week, Anthony, peeing in the pool, he says, what a waste in more ways than one. Every good gardener <laughs> knows that pea should be delivered to the root zone of citrus trees. Wow.
1: Well, yeah. Uh, well, not, I don't know why people only pee on citrus trees. All the trees like it? All the trees like it. Just don't pee on your green veggies and certainly not your beetroot because I might be eating it.
0: Oh, dear. Uh, Hi, seven Row. Nola writes on the email, perthweekends at au. I have been offered two ponytails to dig up in Rowlands and plant at my place in Bunbury or Eton. Mm. Please advise best way to get them out of the ground and the best way to prepare their new home, the okay. hole, and what to put it in.
1: So prep your hole before you dig them up. Uh, and in the hole you're going to put... Um, Because it's sandy soil that you're going to, uh, definitely get some compost, a little bit of cow poo, some... Uh, slow-release fertiliser and a wetting agent. Mm. Fill the hole up with water twice with all that stuff in it. Ponytail palms don't have a really deep ris- root system. It's quite a dense root si- system, but it's very close to the actual bulbous bottom that it has. <laughs> um, now, the leaves on ponytail palms are really sharp, so I suggest you prune all the lower leaves so you can actually get close enough to it to dig it up. Okay. Um, so before you dig up the ponytail palm, wetting agent, thoroughly soak it. Be much easier to to dig
0: up. Uh, re-read in beetroot, aren't they carotenoids? Capsides are the hot flavouring. Oh, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they are carotenoids. Tom. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Catherine, for recognising my pronunciation. Yeah. Uh, also, beetroot's supposed to help men with circulation affecting erectile issues. Right. Well, now see the sales go through the roof. <laughs> Well, that doesn't concern me whatsoever. No, we Um, had a text earlier questioning that they'd tuned in. Did we tune into the wrong station? Gardening, red pee and snot. Well, now we've got erectile dysfunction, so we're covering
1: it all. You you cannot say that we are not a (laughs) well-rounded gardening
0: show. Oh, dear. Uh, We probably... your pick of the week. I think that perfectly timed <laughs> to get us back on track. Speaking of erectile
1: dysfunction, <laughs> um, I, I. <laughs> it is that time again. It is Sabrina's musical pick of
0: the week. Pick, pick of the week. I, 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 know, I know you're gonna dig this. Here we go now. What have you picked you
1: your pick of the week? Behave. Well, we're going old school. We're going back. We're going back uh, quite a few years. Um, I, I, was, I heard on my playlist that I had George Michael who I haven't – I love George Michael's wow. music. He's a brilliant musician. Um, <laughs> we won't – Don't just won't so so, so I think this is a really – this is a good dance music and it's a, a beautiful track and it's called
0: Faith. <laughs> Oh man. We needed that two and a half minutes. It probably wasn't quite long enough. Because our text is a very clever (laughs) here on Roots and Shoots. Um, a perfect toe tapper. Thanks, Sab. Just one piece of feedback. Zero four three seven nine double two seven twenty. Yes, Sab wasn't introducing you to new music this no, week. No, 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 not, not in this In terms week. of Sab's yeah. pick of the week, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, top pick, Sab. Anyone who doesn't like our George doesn't have a heartbeat. Sandy and Reggie the Dog in Scarborough. Aww, big fabulous. thumbs up from them. Uh, Jane, is it Jane? No. Yeah. Uh, Interesting discussions this morning. Our text chomper has <laughs> chomped that message in half. Oh. So, uh, hi, old girls. See, Aww, we said that was totally yeah, okay. Absolutely. Uh, after surviving a heart attack by having stents implanted, my cardiologist strongly recommended beetroot juice as part oh. of my daily intake of medications. Oh. Thus, have been peeing purple now for twelve years. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay uh, Lucy in Hammond Park Greetings ladies, Sabrina's Pick of the Week Coincidence the song has body descriptions in the lyrics Bit of a theme <laughs> following on <laughs> <my friend Adrian. laughs> You have to read that text out uh, We had a text Questioning whether <laughs> dynamic lifter Could help with dysfunction <laughs> <laughs> Sam from Gero, Sabrina, oh, middle of the Sam. road song, okay. says Sam. I could take it or leave it. Yep, fair enough, Sam. Um, Sam has a gardening question. We better throw it in. Yes, I, yes. He recently planted sir, a one-metre-tall rosier eucalyptus tree oh, and yeah. one, of, one of them, on one of them, the leaves are drying up and dropping off. Any suggestions? Ooh. So
1: it could be a heat wave. Um, I don't know what the temperatures have been like up in Jero. Um, so I would just make sure it's getting enough water, Sam. So you'd need to water twice a week in this heat.
0: Uh, there you go, Sam. Uh, William, George Michael, Hamsters of the World, Rebel. Um, <laughs> The most civilised pick of the week ever, says Aww. Ken in Mount Barker. Thank you, Ken. Uh, this, is, this is deep, but this is interesting because we cover everything. Oh, we do. On Roots and Shoots. Question for Sab. I'm getting a bit long in the tooth right. and my thoughts have been turning to what I'd like my kids to do about disposing of my sorry old carcass when oh, my time's up. Okay. I saw a story on the ABC News website last week about body composting as a new death care alternative. As a passionate organic gardener, this idea really appeals to yeah. me. Do you know if this is allowed in WA?
1: Now, Shane, so I know that about, oh gosh, it'd be 12 years ago now, um, scientists were working on a fungi bag. So right. they put the, the corpse in this bag, which is made up of micro, microscopic fungi and bacteria. And what it does is it hastens the process of of decomposition. Right. Um, and th- they were doing it so that you could reuse you know, graves a lot less than 100 years because I think it's about 99 years before you can take, you know, we're, get, we're getting full, basically. Yes, yeah, right. All the cemeteries are getting full. Yep. So pretty soon I don't think burial will be an option. Because
0: no, they're talking about already doubling over. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So um, if people go for the composting bag rather than um, being burnt, <laughs> uh, then maybe the rules might change in certain areas if you don't mind body stacking mm. Yeah, because essentially you become soil. Is there any
0: um, organic value in ash? In like ash, when someone is cremated? Ashes.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, I know some people spread their ashes of their loved ones in the ocean or the river or whatever, but put your loved one's ashes in the garden because they actually feed the tree and then the the soil microbes work on those ashes and so the plant can uptake it. Yeah, So like with most people with their their dogs and cats, they bury them in the garden and then I certainly know when a tree hits my big old dead dogs (laughs) because off they go. Um, It's not legal in WA yet. Um but keep an eye out for the for the fungi body bags. <laughs> uh, I think it's a great idea. Yeah.
0: Why great waste, conversation?
1: Why waste a dead body? And on that note, I reckon we should have the opt out to organ, for donation. organ donation rather than the opt in. You're not going to be using those people when you're dead. Give them, if you can, to someone else. Yeah. And it's more...
0: Anyway, that's a whole other conversation. That's we won't go into That's another conversation, it, no.
1: It's about recycling, though, isn't it? <laughs> recycling
0: at its best. It is. 19 to 10. Gardening with Rowanna and Sabrina on ABC Radio Perth and WA. Gardening and everything else under the sun this morning. Uh, text saying there's already a line at the Big Green Shed with middle-aged men holding beetroot seeds. <laughs> Oh, what a wild oh, old morning. Let's God. go down to Winnie, who's in Yelling Up. Good morning, Winnie.
3: Good morning, girls. <laughs> uh, I did have a question, but I changed my life. Um... <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh-uh. I, I don't know, Winnie, I reckon, I reckon you'd be the least person that needs you to You two take... are making
0: me particularly
3: <laughs> nervous. I uh, said, so, uh, look, you know, a good mate of mine was the world champion. He got buried uh, two down and four across.
1: Oh, so, <laughs> <anyway. laughs> yeah, uh, Winnie, you're on fire
3: this anyway, morning, my friend. Sid, happy birthday for Valentine's Day next next week too. Happy thank birthday. You,
1: thank you, Winnie. It still makes me vomit that I can't go to a restaurant at night time and have to look at simpering, disgusting, I love you people <laughs> looking at each other and holding hands and stuff. On my birthday, well, how dare they?
3: Well, Sid, you know, I'll be thinking of you. I was going to give you a sleeping bag for your birthday, but I'll change my mind on that as well. So. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: Fair enough, Winnie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now, so, getting back to uh, my question about my fruit trees, we're glad to know that I, we charted a special bloom from my mother-in-law about the English, OK? Uh, but I just wanted to know, <laughs> I wanted to know, when's
0: the best time to train these uh, fruit trees of uh, OK.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: I'm so, just going to pull your fader down, Winnie, because I think you're driving yeah, and it's a driving. little bit scratchy on the reception.
1: Uh, Winnie's got one of those big, bad... Bottomed like Utes that are Ooh, like a truck, right? One of those big, big yeah, sits big up like ones. the boss
0: man on the road, looking yeah, down yeah, yeah. on everyone. Yeah, that's all Winnie. power to him. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um. So Winnie, uh, I'm amazed that your fruit trees are still alive, mate, and you've actually been <laughs> able to ask a question about them because they're still there. So, um, all your deciduous fruit trees, you prune at the end of February, March your all your citrus uh, you prune when they finish fruiting lemon trees you can prune anytime I can't remember what else you've got avocado trees don't don't touch it Winnie
0: because you'll wreck it um, I think that's all you've got okay. so mm. travel safe Winnie always lovely to hear from you uh, Jane from tender funerals has sent a text to oh. say composting not Yet in WA, yep. but our eastern states counterparts are working on it. Great, uh, and shout out to Living Legacy Forest for ashes internment.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. There's uh, you can um, drop your loved ones ashes in a tree plantation, which is
2: Got lovely. You.
0: Huh, yeah. Very good. Uh, one for you on the email, sabperthweekends at your.abc.net.au. Hello, Sabrina and Rowanna. What nutrients do I put around an orange tree to sweeten the fruit? Oh, okay, so you've got to be really careful with citrus
1: so that you don't overdo the nitrogen. If they get too much nitrogen, like too much manure, then uh, it takes the sweetness out of the fruit. You need to use a very well-balanced, mineralized, slow-release food Fertilizer and around the canopy part of the tree
0: every six weeks. Okay. Uh, I heard a vet on ABC Radio say that if your pet has had an anaesthetic, the ashes will be detrimental to plants, says Kate in Albany.
1: I doubt that very much. I, <laughs> I'm going to ask my vet, my friend mm-hmm. Ali, about that um because the the only thing that's left of course is bone which would be crushed and the anaest- i doubt if the anesthetic is going to get into the Ashes. cells that are in your bone
0: so, we'll ask you again about that next week well,
1: we'll, <laughs> well, we should bring a vet in one week to talk about all the plants and things interconnectedness
0: that, with yeah, our gardens, yeah, yeah, all right, Margie is in Netherlands. Hello, Margie
5: hi, um sabrina i 've got an apple tree it 's one of the mini ones which I did have in a pot for about two years, had yeah. a couple of fruit. I think it's a pink lady crust yep. with something rather else. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this year I put it into the garden. It was doing well, had five or six fruit coming on it. And over the last two weeks or so, it's just turning up its heels. It's got dry leaves on it. I've mm. watered it and watered it. I've got another one in a different part of the garden. It's still doing fine. This one's just not making it.
1: Okay. Is something wrong with the root system in it, Margie? You need to dig that apple tree up and have a look at its root system.
4: Sorry. And what will I do, trim the roots or yeah. just put it in some new potting mix?
1: Yeah, I put it in long. new new potting mix. Yep. yep. Okay.
5: Yeah. Can, can I ask one the quick question? Behind yep. it, I've got a lovely um, hibiscus. Yeah But it is being overwhelmed by some natives around there Can I dig up the hibiscus and
1: move? Oh, definitely They transplant really well, Margie Leave it until the end of February
0: if you can Okay, terrific Thanks very much Thank you Good on you, Margie Uh, G'day, Sabrina I think you have broken the record for minutes laughing In the one hour of the Gardening (laughs) Comedy Show Uh, Claire and Claremont She's off to Dr Jekyll and Mr Hyde for Valentine's Day It's part of Ah, Perth Festival Sounds like lots of
1: fun That's great
0: Suzanne, John, and Lynn, just hold the line for us. We've just got Sue McDougall from, not just, we have Sue McDougall at Kings Park who can have a chat to us now. Good morning, Sue.
5: Good morning. Great to talk to you under, oh, terrible circumstances. Isn't I it? know. Thanks for reaching out. Oh, my
1: God. The whole team at Kings Park would be devastated. So most of our listeners have probably heard about the orchids which have been stolen from Kings Park.
0: Grubby people.
1: And the likelihood of them survival, I would reckon, Sue, is very low. So can yeah. you just, just go through when they were stolen? how many orchids were stolen and what it means to King's Park and the reason I'm bringing you on the program is gardeners are a pretty tight lot and orchids are highly prized highly prized So so they've come out of King's Park and they're, hopefully they've not been sent overseas now but mm. but we want every single gardener to keep their eyes and ears open for anyone that is trying to sell rare orchids. So just yeah, take us through what happened.
5: Yeah, it's certainly interesting, isn't it? Because the illegal trade or poaching of plants um, doesn't get talked about really, does mm. it, Sabrina? No, And it's so, huge. It's huge. It huge, yeah? yeah. Anything with the geckos and lizards or anything yeah. furry um, I definitely gets the attention. So... At the end of January, um, we had in the Conservation Garden, and the Conservation Garden is the team's, one of the very treasured areas. Mm -hmm. So that's where all the rare and threatened flora goes. We have those special species that people don't get a chance to see in the natural habitat. Yeah. And so we plant them out to, this is part of a much greater translocation program. So Belinda Davis and the horticulture team, so Belinda Lives and breathes orchids. What she doesn't know about orchids isn't worth knowing. Mm. Plant them out for for further research into how these species. So the carbonate King Spider Orchid and the Collie Spider Orchids, they are threatened. There are only a few hundred of the carbonate King in um, the natural habitat, and a few more with the Collie Spider Orchid. So totally dormant. But we planted them out just to see how they move from. Um, their um, sort of nurturing glasshouse situation into the environment with the thought, the research that then they can go back into the natural areas. So we gritted them out; they were all all labelled, and then because of the dormant Sabrina, mm. there was nothing there. So there's yeah. just the areas there's nothing there. So they flowered. They were there's nothing there, and so someone came through over two nights and just. Fleed the soil out and then scoop the soil out, sieved them out. There were still tubers, a few small tubers on the ground, and then um, those areas were just almost mined if mm. for want of a better word, yeah. I know that 's not the way to say or sieve through, get some tubers, so there were still a few tubers on the ground, so up to nine hundred we think oh. um, we probably really don't know because yeah. those plants have been in the ground for. Um, they've had one flowering season, so we were waiting for them to come out of dormancy. You know, we planted them out, and the rabbits last year had a little nibble. Yeah. And we thought, oh, no, that's not good, but that wasn't the end of the world. I yeah. mean, we've always, every gardener has rabbits, don't they? Ah, oh, so, we do, we do. Uh, or rats. <laughs> yeah, or both. Exactly. Yeah, or both. That's right. My corns disappeared totally from the rats. So um, it's, and, and it's just a conservation effort, just understanding and bringing public to say keep an eye out if someone's bragging I've yeah. got some rare orchids mm. they wouldn't be growing anywhere else no. they mm. would be they would be um, definitely suspicious yeah and as many of our gardeners know, that there's a, a special relationship with the fungi in the soil. Yep. There's all these other conditions that And the that pollinators,
1: are like some of yeah. those orchids have yes. one pollinator.
5: I know. It's so, so special, uh, so specialised. And mm. orchids probably, um, oh, we've all got love, yeah. a love for orchids, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. Everyone has a special, special place in their heart for orchids. And the bit that's disappointing for the team so much is that We have 5 million visitors a year. We have a botanic garden that's open for people to appreciate our unique WA flora. And just through one selfish act, it makes everyone think about it. So um, I think that we all band together, understand conservation, understand the greater picture and then think, you know um let's just make it yeah. better if we can hear or see anything definitely yeah. report it to crime stoppers so yeah, report that, it was, to crime stoppers. yeah, yeah.
1: that was okay. our next question what should people do if they well hopefully yes. they haven't left the country yet
5: yeah well um, and that's always an a concern mm, isn't it yeah. so these are registered through the sites program and that is an agreement that regulates the international movement of, spe- of all orchid species. So yeah. orchid species are registered through that. Right. If there's anything that it does that highlights what is happening also, not only in our botanic gardens, Sabrina, but in the natural habitat. Absolutely. Um, in these areas of Western Australia where I know I did a story not long ago about the Albany pitcher plant. and yeah. that, That's natural habitat and that's threatened for, from poaching. So... It's not new, it's just mm. something that's devastating and you hope you never have to deal with it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's an ideal so, world
1: thing, isn't it? I know, but, it's heartbreaking, it's heartbreaking. Yeah.
5: One yeah. one final yeah. one before
0: we let you go. Um, a texter has actually asked, is the conservation garden fence securely? And And if it's not, is that something you might have to do?
5: Well, might have to. You know, we'd hope that we never would have to mm. because that's one of the appeals of King's Park, but maybe yeah. we do have to, um, particularly when we get more and more threatened species and we have that focus on a botanic garden is for ex-situ conservation, so conserving species, understanding the research, how we can bring these plants, put them back into their natural habitat, and maybe that's what we have to do, unfortunately. Mm. And that's, that's the sad bit, isn't it? Yeah, that, that everyone misses out. Yeah, everyone misses out, mm. but many botanic gardens are fenced around the world. We yeah. have mm. been lucky to um, get away with it until now with the yeah. West Australian Botanic Garden. Maybe we'd like to hope that we don't have to, but you know we do. We are focusing on um, natural species conservation, conservation um, those yeah. habitats conservation maybe that's a small price to pay yeah
0: so really crappy circumstances to be talking to you in but um lovely to talk to you nonetheless
5: yeah thank you for your time thank you for your interest no worries at all that's sue
0: mcdougall there from kings park we're five minutes away from 10 we've got an almost full bank of calls so we're going to jump right in but if we can ask our listeners callers waiting in line to be short and sharp uh, and we'll try and get through all of you and get your questions answered by sab we're going to start with suzanne who's in two rocks hey suzanne
1: hi Uh, hi sabrina um Gerberas mm. when do you prune them and how do you do it Okay so you're going to prune them when they finish flowering and you can take some of the leaf so take 50% of the leaves off as well so that you've only got half the leaf left so they'll be they'll um, so there's two different strains of gerberas some flower in summer and some flower in autumn so depending on which one you've got
0: when they finish flowering that's when you prune Beautiful. Thank you, Suzanne. Perfectly done, short and sharp. Let's go to John, who's in Albany. Hey, John. Hello. What can we do for you? Hello. Hello, Sabrina. Um, I've got
4: rhubarb, Mm -hmm. uh, really uh, growing really nicely. Yeah. A lot of stems. Yes. But they're all green and Ah. not colouring
1: at all for me ah that's okay that's a very common thing john so you get the red beetroot quite often um if it doesn't get cold enough the the stems will remain green rather than go red you'll find in winter they'll probably go uh, red but you can actually get a variety that is the stems will be red even in the warmer weather
0: thank you john let's head to lynn in westminster
5: hey lynn Hey, um, a quick a quick question. We have a sporadic lawn in the front. I just want a a native ground covers instead. Okay, so
1: uh, you could use a myoporum or creeping boobiala. Is it (laughs) (laughs) myoporum? Myoporum. You can also use Acacia saligna prostrate. Um, Saligna prostrate. Yep. Yep. They'd be they'd be the pick. I reckon. Now, now, uh, like, are there any that are sturdy enough to park the car on, or should no, we pave? No, 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 no. You'll have to pave. And and I rip up the old remnants of the
0: lawn. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. Good on you, Lynn. Thank you very much to Sue, who's in Bicton. Hi, Sue. Good morning.
4: My oh, very quick question. Ag- hmm? <laughs> Good morning. After Agapanthers have finished flowering, and yes. you've got those huge seed heads yes can you actually dry them out and then put the seeds into the ground so you get some more agapanthus? most
1: definitely sue they grow extremely well from seed which is why they're a bit of a problem in the bushland down the southwest um so make sure the seed is fully mature so the seed head has to go dry and brown and the seeds when you harvest them should be black
0: there you go. Thank you, Sue. Time for a few of your texts and a couple of emails as well. Joan in Dawesville. Hi, Rowan Sab. Can you identify this gift from the birds? It's about seven or eight feet tall and growing under my deck. Can I prune it oh, or should it ever- I just pull it out?
1: No, no, that's an evergreen ash, Fraxinus grifithii. Um, It's a beautiful little evergreen small tree. I'd leave it.
0: Don't need to prune it. Or pull it out?
1: Well, you can prune it when it finishes flowering. Yep. Um, it's
0: flowering at the moment. Yep. Yeah, It's
1: flowering now, so uh, just prune it back by a third and you've got a lovely little tree.
0: Beautiful. Uh, Robert wants to know, when should I plant new mulberry trees and prune my old mulberry trees? Okay,
1: so put your new mulberry tree in now while it's still warm and prune your old mulberry tree in June or
0: July. Okay. Heidi's in Mosman Park. Hi, Sab. On the emails, I've sent this before, but not sure if you answered it. I had this leafless weed come up through my native garden. What is it? What should I do?
1: It's called Oribanchi and it is a South African weed. Uh, It's a parasite,
0: so it'll suck off other plants. Easy to pull out, just pull it out. Excellent. Patty Nice Frio, hi, Sab, I have a jade that is in flower. It has very small, delicate pink flowers which shine in the sun and are very pretty. Is that unusual? No, jade,
1: jade plants flower because they're a succulent. Um, they flower, take about 8 to 15 years to flower and then they don't flower regularly,
0: but the perfume's beautiful from the from the flower. Uh, Carol, uh, who actually texted in to ask the question of Sue about the fencing around the conservation garden, oh, yeah. she says on local Facebook groups there are lots of posts, CCTV, about pot plants and planted plants stolen from front gardens. Mm-hmm. I have had newly planted plants stolen within a week of planting. And I think Kings Park are probably going to need to fence the mm-hmm. conservation garden for so sure. Sad. Isn't that sad that that's the point we've got yeah. to? Yep, that is uh, life, Tony. Thank you for your kind words. A nice, earthy show. Roots and shoots must be the most down-to-earth radio <laughs> show on the planet. Between urine and pools, <laughs> gardens. What beetroot does to your pee and human p- composting. It's been one hell of an earthy ride today. <laughs> We have covered a bit in fifty five minutes. We've gone from here to there and all the way around, Rome.
1: But that's what we do here.
0: Uh, That's exactly what we do. Ebony Spriggs has steered the ship marvellously, as she always does. Thank you very much to you, Eb. Thank you to everyone at home who throws these Topics that somehow will link up for us to have some fun with. We always enjoy your company. Heck, we'll do it all again next Saturday from 9 o'clock. Sabby, thank you. Oh, it's always for Happy pleasure. swimming, beetroot eating and all the rest. <laughs>
2: uh, we'll see you later. This is an ABC podcast.